Good morning, everybody. You're tuning in to the news at Morning Mixtape. It is Monday, May 22nd, and I'm your host, Vanessa Tiberio, reporting for CGRU 1280 AM in Toronto. Here are our top stories from this Victoria Day. First up, the G7 summit concluded yesterday, and what went down during this year's historic meeting. Next, WestJet avoids a strike by reaching a deal with its pilots. Then, Hill Region is no more as Ontario's Premier vows to dissolve the area into individual cities. And lastly, we'll take a look at what to do this Victoria Day. And then we'll hear from Samina with book recommendations for this week's episode of Turn the Page. So let's get into this morning's news. The G7 Leaders Summit held this year in Hiroshima, Japan, officially concluded yesterday. The three-day summit marks the end of a historic gathering of allies, with the meeting's focus on Russia's invasion of Ukraine. The annual gathering includes the leaders of the world's main democratic economies meeting in person to discuss ongoing political matters. The group of seven countries announced new sanctions on Russia in the wake of the ongoing invasion of Ukraine. They also invited partner countries from the Global South in hopes of building stronger alliances amid the invasion. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky arrived at the summit on Saturday, hoping to gain more support for his country. President Zelensky briefed the leaders about the situation in Ukraine, telling them about the country's needs as they plan to drive Russian forces out of the country. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau met with Zelensky on Sunday morning, saying the Canadian military can help the ongoing effort by training Ukrainian soldiers and possibly pilots too. Trudeau said that the support of the G7 allies has been crucial to Ukraine's survival. He also said countries hoping for the conflict to end must recognize Russia is to blame. Trudeau suggests that peace can only be achieved if Russia stops its invasion of Ukraine. The leaders also discussed nuclear war threats, foreign interference, and climate change. They visited the Hiroshima Memorial earlier in the summit, serving as a reminder of the lingering threats amidst Russia's invasion of Ukraine. The leaders committed to working toward a world without nuclear weapons. The leaders also reiterated their commitment to phasing out fossil fuels and meeting the net zero carbon emissions goal by 2050. For our next story, WestJet narrowly averted a pilot strike last Thursday by reaching a deal, causing flight delays and cancellations ahead of the long weekend. After nine months of negotiations, WestJet reached a deal with pilots who were bargaining for higher pay and better job security and scheduling. WestJet CEO Alexis von Hansbrug said in a statement that the tentative agreement would improve job security, working conditions, and wages. WestJet canceled over 100 flights on Friday in anticipation of approximately 1,800 pilots walking off the job. Most of the cancellations were for flights originating from Calgary and Toronto. WestJet's ultra-low-cost carrier Swoop had canceled almost 70% of its flights scheduled for Friday. According to CBC News, the company is ramping up operations as quickly as possible, but the full resumption of operations will take some time. Many travelers are frustrated with flight cancellations, sending their long weekend plans into turmoil. According to CTV News, some customers say they can't get through to customer service or rebook their flights. 
WestJet preemptively offered free flight changes and cancellations as a potential strike loomed. The airline's website also states that travelers can request refunds if their bookings were made directly with the airline. For our next story, Ontario residents can say goodbye to Peel Region as the province's premier decides to dissolve the region. The Ford government tabled legislation on Thursday that will begin the process of turning Mississauga, Brampton and Caledon into independent municipalities by 2025. The legislation will create a transition board which the province says will oversee the process to ensure it is fair and balanced. According to City News, the government is confident that Mississauga and Brampton will work better independently given they are the province's third and fourth largest cities. According to CP24, Mississauga Mayor Bonnie Crombie has long called for separation from Peel Region, saying it would save taxpayers in her city about a billion dollars over the next decade. Brampton Mayor Patrick Brown is arguing against the dissolution of the region, saying economic development and housing would slow down unless the region was one whole. Brown also said that Mississauga would owe Brampton at least $1 billion in infrastructure. Premier Ford says that his phone has been ringing off the hook with other mayors, claiming that they too would like their independence. Ford declined to elaborate when asked which municipalities this applies to. City News reports the province says they are appointing a facilitator to review the needs of other regional governments outside of Toronto and Peel to determine if dissolution is right for them. However, the heads of Durham, Waterloo, and Simcoe regions say their area's current form of governance is working effectively. According to CBC News, these leaders say a breakup is unnecessary and the current system efficiently provides services to residents. For our final story of today, we are taking a look at all of the closures and ways to spend this Victoria Day in the GTA. The annual Victoria Day fireworks will be on display at Ashbridge's Bay Park and are set to begin at 10 p.m. tonight. Major Toronto attractions such as the CN Tower, Ripley's Aquarium, Ontario Science Centre and the ROM will be open during operating hours today. If you are planning your transit routes, the TTC will operate with a Sunday service schedule on Monday, but will start earlier at around 6 in the morning. Go Transit is operating on a Saturday schedule today. As for closures, most major grocery stores such as Loblaws and Walmarts will be closed today. Some major pharmacies will be open, but hours of operation will vary depending on location. While LCBO stores will be closed today, select beer store locations will remain open, and many major shopping centers except Yorkdale Mall and Scarborough Town Centre will be open. Finally, all Toronto Public Library branches will be closed today, and Canada Post is not running any mail collection or delivery services today. Well, that was all for me. And now I'll leave you with Samina with this week's book recommendations for Turn the Page. Take it away, Samina. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Turn the Page. My name is Samina. Each week, I'm going to make a book recommendation, and I hope it gets you turning the pages. May is Asian Heritage Month, and 2023 is the 21st anniversary since the Government of Canada declared it as such. It is a time to reflect on and recognize the many contributions that people of Asian origin have made and continue to make to Canada. One of the best ways to do this is to read about the stories by people of Asian descent. In the last few years, there has been a rise in anti-Asian discrimination leading to attacks on Asian communities. 
Hate has no place anywhere. Warning, do not read this book on an empty stomach. According to filmmaker Chul Kwan, have you eaten yet? is a shorthand for how are you? It shows that you care because of war, famine, and poverty. People in old China did not always have enough to eat. Perhaps that is how these worlds became an expression for concern for someone's well-being. The title of the book is Have You Eaten Yet? The author is Chuol Kwan. You heard that part about not eating on an empty stomach, right? I only asked because the title captured my attention, and reading the book, within a few sentences, I wanted to head to the kitchen. Chuol expanded his companion documentary series to write this book. He traveled to 15 countries to explore family-run Chinese restaurants. Are you ready? Norway, Israel, Trinidad, India. And while this may sound like a food diary or a travel journal, it's not. Instead, we meet the families and their stories. The new Outlook Cafe in Outlook, Saskatchewan was opened by Cha Huang Kong, who came to Canada during the Chinese Exclusion Act. One of China's finest restaurants was started by Colleen Li Piang Nam, who developed Shea Manuel to stop trolling her in-laws. Throughout the book, Chul also sprinkles his own multicultural history. So if you're interested in traveling around the globe, Chinese food, history, and culture, this is the book for you. If you find there's a book you want to read immediately, check with your local library and don't forget to check Overdrive for a digital copy. You can also check your local independent bookstore. If you enjoyed this book and want to share your thoughts or make a recommendation, including your favorite recipe and restaurants, please find us on Instagram at CGRU News. Thank you for listening. Happy reading. Thank you so much, Samina. And that was all from this morning's newscast. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. For CGRU 1280 AM in Toronto, I'm Vanessa Tiberio. Have a happy Victoria Day, and thanks for listening.